space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. Its five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before. We're a thousand miles away oh, from Oh, 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 I forgot. God, we had to be quiet so much today. I totally forgot. And you, our loyal listeners, can imagine how stressful that was for us. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was really hard. Okay, you're about to hear a podcast from two entirely giddy, totally high. It's true. This is... This women who were tired and hungry all day long, but having such an exciting, wonderful really, time. Really, and now we're slightly drunk, but that's okay. <laughs> um, so, audio diary number two. Friday. Um, sat, oh, God. Friday. It's Friday today. It's Friday, it's Friday night. And we've just gotten back to our, our crappy hotel room after being out all day long um, doing all sorts of things. Some very exciting, some not so exciting, but it was uh, it was pretty cool. I'm showing Lena a picture <laughs> of our new show mascot. We took a lot of pictures today and we're going to post some of them. Um, I, I'm going to put a couple of them up on the blog, but we're also going to eventually um, do a, a Flickr stream so you can all look at all the different pictures. And it'll be like you were actually here with us. Yes. Seeing the places that we went to and all the things that we saw. So that should be good. So uh, how did things start? We got up this morning. Um, and the hotel didn't deliver our, our breakfast. breakfast. So we were already annoyed. Like, you know, <laughs> 10 minutes into the day and yes. we were already annoyed. But that was okay. We went downstairs and got our food. And then we... Um, along with the other folks, got into the vans, plural, mm-hmm. and drove to, um, so we're in Burbank, and we drove to... Raleigh Studios in Manhattan, Manhattan Beach. Beach. Right. And it's really weird, because they're fairly large studios, TV studios. But they look, you know, just like office buildings. Yeah, it's across the street from a strip mall, it's next to a shopping center. Right, and the strip mall had Noah's Bagels and... Um, Starbucks. And Starbucks, stuff. yeah. So it's not like... I was saying, you know, you always imagine that the the movie and television studios will look like, I don't know, the Hearst Castle or something, you know, like some big estate with palm trees and everything. The the other thing we're noticing, and we'll get to the good part, but we want to share this experience as fully as we can, is whenever you see movie studios and, and backlots, uh, portrayed in movies or mm-hmm. on TV, they're they're hustling and bustling with activity, and you have to jump out of the way. And there's always um, a, a cart of costumes right. going, by going by and things like that, and people in and out of trailers. And it was very very quiet, not many people around. Yeah. But we realized that most of the shows that filmed there had already wrapped for the season. Yep. And Boston Legal was still filming. Yeah. And uh, and was filming late because they actually had a long season this year. Yeah, yeah. So they were finishing. I think they said they were actually going to be done with all of the filming by something like next Wednesday. Wednesday, is which their is last the first couple days of May. But yeah. the wrap party is tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. Yes. So we went onto the lot and we found a place to park and we were kind of loitering. We were noticing that they also filmed CSI Miami there, 
and we actually saw one of the um, Miami-Dade cop cars that they use for the series, which is pretty funny. Uh, and, you know, just kind of saw some people walking around and yep. all that. So the deal was that um, we were going to be given two different opportunities to be on the set. The first portion of it was a tour through um, the area that they weren't actually using. So those were the sets that were not um, a lot of construction where they build the sets. Right, and this was in a building. The, the woman who did the tour was great. Her name was Jennifer, mm -hmm. and she is um, Bill DeLeo's, DeLeo. assist, DeLeo's assistant. Mm -hmm. He's one of the directors. He does a lot of work for them. And so she was showing us around, and she, w she was great and, and, you know, was willing to answer questions and explain a lot of things. But we were in a building where they had what she called the swing sets, mm -hmm. which are, sweats that are sets that are constantly being uh, changed, being built, because they're going to be used once or twice. But there were also a couple, you know, that we had seen. Mm -hmm. But they, they were full of lighting fixtures and, and furniture that's not currently in use. So it kind of looked like a courtroom that people were moving out of or <laughs> yeah. moving into or something because there were some strange chairs yeah, and things. But yeah. um, that was really, really enjoyable. It was cool. And there were some people working, and they were very nice to mm -hmm. us. And um, We got to walk inside of a set they called the Jade Bar. Yes. And apparently this set had been built early on when they started Boston Legal in with the thought that it was going to be the place where a lot of the after-work conversations took place. And it was going to be like the, the wrap-up, you know, right, so that where you went to hang out after work and wrap up the right. episode. Yeah. But as it turned out, the balcony scenes in the weird um, Philippe Stark furniture became so popular that they didn't really use the Jade Bar that much. So that particular set, which is quite large and, and quite um, detailed, gets used whenever there's a bar scene, so they just redress it a little bit so it looks like a different place. Or a restaurant scene. Or a restaurant scene, right. Yes. She was explaining that they put white tablecloths on and, mm -hmm. and do the lighting a little bit differently so right. it, it looks like a different place. But it was cool to, to be there, you know. It looked like you had just walked into a bar. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, and it, it was kind of a tacky bar, too. Yeah, and, and uh, I, of course, as we were going through it, we, we didn't stay very long on any of the sets, um, but I, I couldn't resist walking over to the bar where there was a bowl of um, what looked like lemons and limes and I had to touch it and they were plastic. Of course, <laughs> of course. Uh, so we saw uh, some sets there and got to have a look at um, the sets that they had been filming in the night before. Mm -hmm. What was, which set was that? Was that an office or somebody's apartment or something? Can you remember? She we said they had just filmed there the night before. Right. Oh, oh, it was um, the ADA's office. Oh, right, right, right. Right, and I was... How vastly amused this this became a theme throughout the day when we were looking at the sets is just how much skill and craftsmanship goes into making fake things look real. Mm -hmm. So in the ADA's office, which is a fairly sizable set, I mean it is about the size of an office, right. I'd say. Um, there's bookcases with lots of law books on them and a desk with lots of stuff piled on. And I wandered over to where all these law books were on the shelves, and I looked, and you could see that. It was only the spines of the books, and instead of pages in between, were big um, blocks of styrofoam instead of the books, which of course right. makes them lighter. But then I got to thinking, God, whose job is it to like go and buy these things at somebody's house estate sale, sales, estate yep. sale for you know a penny a piece, and cut all the pages out so there's just a spine, and then they have to cut the blocks of styrofoam mm -hmm. so they're exactly the right size. Yep. So when you see that kind of stuff on Boston Legal, know yes. that the books on the shelves are not actually books right. unless they have to take one off. And in fact, I saw that that on the, the windowsill, mm -hmm. I, I think it was a windowsill, all of them had styrofoam except for the one on the end, which made me think that that was a prop That's that someone one. had actually yep. picked up and flipped yep. through. 
So we'll have to look for that. Yes. <laughs> that was so cool. So that was really fun. Yeah. And, and they did that um, with uh, half of us. Mm-hmm. And then we went back and waited while the other half did that. And then this, uh, this was so exciting, and it was sort of a last-minute thing. And everyone, all of us were just so thrilled. We got to actually go to the set in small groups while they were filming mm-hmm. and, and watch this filming for about 15, 20 minutes each. And they were filming, <laughs> drum roll, the final balcony scene of the finale. Yeah. And it, uh, it was great. It, it was, was so, so cool. It was so exciting. We were, um, Lena and I were in the, the second group that went, and um, we were a small group. There were only the three of us. So mm-hmm. it was the two of us and Sandy Maruzzi, who is one of the people who runs the fan club, and, uh, and, and Jennifer, mm-hmm. who was showing us around. And so they brought us in, and we had been told, you know, it was stressed. You must be a fly on the wall. You must be absolutely quiet. You cannot talk to anybody unless they talk to you. Do not call attention to yourself. Do not ask questions. Do not whisper. Mm-hmm. This is a working environment. And so, you know, we're just, we're just totally prepared to, to, to just disappear. But you come in, and you're walking to where they're, they're filming, and you go through the lobby mm-hmm. of Crane, Poole, and Schmidt. Yep. And because they had just been filming there, or it was actively in use, pretty actively, it wasn't junked up like mm-hmm. the other sets we had seen. It, it really it looked like the lobby of it. <laughs> it was like we were coming in to hire our lawyer, you know. It was. It was that it was, was funny. That was and, a thrill. And, you know, there, there's still... It, because you see this so much in movies and on television, it is really like that. There is a big red light outside the door yes. that goes on when they're filming and you can't go in. And, you know, there's double doors that you go through. And as soon as you get through that, that second door, everything becomes very quiet. Oh, but I got to tell them what happened before we went in when we were standing outside oh, the building right, right, yeah. waiting and we are talking to Sandy. And um, this woman it gets out of a car and she has a little poodle. A little white poodle. little white poodle. And she goes walking by. And as she walks by, she, she turns to us and says, hi. And I went, hi. And then as she passed, I went, that's Parker Posey, mm-hmm. who is in the finale. And we're both fans of hers mm-hmm. from the Christopher Guest movie. So we were like, she said hi to us. It was very That was cool. Very exciting. Um, I also have to mention that while we were standing around waiting, there were some extras standing around or sitting around on the only bench. Yes. And they were clearly either... Uh, I think they looked like lawyers, like extra lawyers. Yes. Who who were just supposed to be in the background at the... They're probably part of Bill's wedge. His, his wedge, yeah. They looked like wedges. And they were these two women who were, A, um, impossibly thin. I mean, really disgusting sort of thin. And also had the bitchiest expressions on their faces, I have to say. And some real attitude. Oh, complete and attitude. of everybody who walked past us or who we walked past while we were on that set... Um, you know, stagehands and other extras and everything, they, they all, like, smiled and said, said hello. hello. These, these two, it was like we were invisible. Oh. So afterwards, we decided we were comforted by the fact that we don't have to starve or suck anybody's dick mm-hmm. to make a living. Absolutely. So fuck you, bitches. Yeah, definitely. And thanks for taking up that bench for, you know, most of the day yeah. while other people wanted to sit down. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and I hope their skirts were really, really wrinkled in the scene I'm and that sure they, they got yelled at and sent to the back I'm, of the scene. I'm sure they did. I'm which sure would they be good. Did. So. So anyway. <laughs> so we come through the lobby and then we come to where they're filming. And we had been told about this, that we were going to be sitting in an area called Video Village. Mm-hmm. What a great name. And you know how when you see things being filmed, when it's a movie about them filming, you know, the actors in the set are doing the scene and the director and, and 
um, the assistant director and the script person, continuity and everything, are all just sitting there. Like three feet away. <laughs> watching it like you would a stage thing. And the way this actually is, is we were off to the side of it and could not see the action live, but we're sitting right behind the director, and he's got all these TV screens in front of him. So he's seeing it on a TV screen the way it's going to appear, which, of course, makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. But so we got to sit in these, they were rows, director's like four chairs. rows of director's chairs that said Boston Legal on them. That's cool. And so, you know, we, we plunked down and we, you know, of course, did not say a word. They were setting up and um, we saw James Spader walk by when they did action. His entrance into the scene comes through Denny's mm-hmm. office out to the balcony. And as I said, we could not see the balcony. Right. But we were seeing the whole balcony scene shot from, from the view of Denny's office looking right. out onto the balcony. Right, right. And the two of them doing their scene. And I have to tell you, we cannot tell you anything that happened in the scene. Anything we learned about plot lines, sorry. Right, they said they would shoot us. Yeah. And they will. And, well, the other thing is the the fan club um, will never be given that opportunity. Right. And this was a special favor granted to Bill. Right, it was an extraordinary opportunity because nobody comes onto the set. Mm-mm. Not in groups like that, anyway. Right. Um, individuals can come on, family and friends of the actors sometimes can come on, but to have 18 of us come through in little groups to do it like yes, that was, was that really, was really um, a huge favor. Um, so once we, we got into our little seats and we oh, sat we down. Oh, we had headphones. We had headphones because since the actual balcony set is, is rather far away and separated by several walls from where we were sitting, you can't hear them mm-hmm. just natural, so you have to hear what's being mic'd. So we had little headphones that we could put on, which was kind of cool. But as soon as we sat down, the director, Bill D'Elia, stood up and kind of looked at us and said, oh, we have more people here. No, he said, hello, everyone else. (laughs) Hello, everyone else. Who are you? (laughs) We're sitting there and kind of terrified because we had been told not to speak, but he did speak to us. us. So, you know, we kind of went, hello. (laughs) And then he goes, who are we? And... You know, I'm never one to hesitate, so I just, not real loudly or anything, but I just said, we're from the William Shatner fan club. And he went, so are we. It was great. It was it so was classic, cool. and everyone laughed. Yes. yes. There were other people there, by the way, yes. sitting in front of us who were mm-hmm. either friends or family or some other people. Right. And they were doing, they were observing as we were. So that was pretty cool. Um, so we got to see them run through it. Three times, four times? Three or four times. Yeah. They had to stop one time and, and start over because there was a flash of one right. of the lights. Right, a technical thing that happened. Right. So we got to hear them do the, the same lines. It's a short little scene that they mm-hmm. were filming. and got, But it, it is the it, It's scene. a very good scene, too. It was yeah. very well written and funny mm-hmm. and everything. Um, got to hear the way that they did the scene slightly differently each time. Mm-hmm. Same words. Right. Actually, Bill changed a word. He changed a couple words the last time we yeah, saw Yeah, yeah. He changed some words, changed the inflection. They changed the pacing a little mm-hmm. bit on that, changed the pauses. So that was cool just yeah. to see how they were working on it and, and how it was feeling more comfortable to them. So that was kind of neat. So oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, in between those takes, and there wasn't long in between them, but at one point... Um, James Spader came around and, yeah. and sat down right there in, in Video Village, just sort of off to the side by himself, yeah. you know. Now, this is what I noticed about him when he came in to sit down. Yes. Did you see his costume? Not really closely. <laughs> what did you notice? Okay. So, when you're a man and you wear a suit, mm-hmm. the way it's supposed to be is that when you're standing up, your sh- the sleeves of your shirt are even with the sleeves of your 
uh, jacket. jacket a little bit. And if you're sitting down, maybe there's a little bit of, of shirt sleeve that shows mm-hmm. from your cuff there. The, the cuffs of his shirt were down to his knuckles. Oh, wow. I was like, what the hell is going on here? Remember we were talking about this so one time we were watching? We yeah. We commented about how his, his arm gestures, you know, he keeps his, his whole body yeah. very tight. And his arms are as close to his side. And very strange way he has of buttoning his suit yeah. jacket when he stands up. And I said, his arms are too short. So I think it's a combination of his arms being really short and them wanting to somehow... Um, give enough shirt so that when he's doing that kind of arm business, mm-hmm. the, his shirt sleeves aren't riding up too far right, into the cuff, right, you know? Right. So the cuffs aren't disappearing into yeah. his suit jacket sleeves. But I was just kind of astonished by that. I mean, really, from his wrist, if you would look on your hand down to where your knuckles are, that's how long the cuffs wow. of his shirt are. <laughs> it looked bizarre. So strange. So that was the thing I noticed, which I didn't want to say to you before because right, right. I wasn't sure if you had noticed that. Look at his cuffs. What's up with so, that? So then while we're sitting there um, in between takes or whatever, Bill came around yeah. to Video Village. Didn't didn't speak to us. He was talking to, to other people. But he was, what would you say, six feet from us? Yeah. And in, you know, his Danny Crane suit with a very bright, vivid blue oh, tie. Gorgeous. And, you know, just standing there talking to someone. Talk- and I was I was desperately trying to overhear the conversation, but they were speaking in low voices. So. Well, let, I was, so here's another thing I wanted to say to okay, you. Okay, okay. I noticed that when he came out, um, he, he said, he was talking to the guy, and he said um, something like, well... And and he kind of did this little, like, what's going on sort of thing. Right. I was and, getting that. And he was still using his acting voice mm-hmm. because it was a little bit louder mm-hmm. than it would normally be if he was just talking to people. And I was amazed by the richness and depth of his voice. Mm-hmm. It, it just sent, like, a tingle up my spine to hear him because he has this amazing voice. And yes. We've talked about this before, and I had always kind of wondered if he sounds like that in real life when you're just talking, talking. and he does. Oh, yes. man, his voice was amazing. Oh, it was just so cool. That that was just yes. a big thrill for me to hear him talking. And so, of course, we both noticed, you know, when he, he sort of turned as he was talking and everything, we got a lovely profile of his butt. Yep. His suit jacket was hiked up a little on one of the globes. Right. And so that was that was very exciting. We're sort of nudging each other yeah. and doing our hand <laughs> gestures. And, uh, you know, so so that was really nice. But it was also, I was noticing as he talked, was talking to this person as they were speaking mm-hmm. in low voices. And we've talked about this, that... When we've seen him occasionally in more casual conversations, mm-hmm. that he is very focused on who he's speaking to. He 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 touches people as mm-hmm. he talks to them. He's not at all constrained in that way. So mm-hmm. you know that was that was really it was cool. great. And he he looked really good. Yes. I mean, even though he was wearing stage makeup, um, he looked great. You know, the hair looked mm-hmm. good and the suit looked good, and he just you know he looked. He had been there since whenever, 7 o'clock in the morning. Well, um, and when we were driving over, Jane was saying he had been up since 5. And when she was driving over to the hotel to pick all of us up, she heard him at 7.30 on the a radio. radio show. So he was doing a radio interview promoting his, the horse yeah, show. Yeah, from his dressing room. Yeah, from his dressing room. So, you know, he's he's working all the time. Hardest working man he is. in and, the show. And he was on the set. He looked great. You know, was was doing it um, and completely in his elements. You know, just totally professional. Right, right. And we we noticed that um, they ran through the scene once the first time, and they had to go back and they redid just a section of it, not the whole thing. And just before they started rolling, Spader said to him, 
where are we starting from? And Bill knew. Yeah, of course. <laughs> he just knew exactly which line to start from. Yes. That was very cool yeah. just to hear that going on. Um, so as we were sitting there, um, the director was chatting with the guy who's the art director and some other people who came on, and there was a, another guy there who I recognized. And I didn't at all. And we were like, oh, it's another special guest. It's Robert Wagner. And he was just drinking a cup of coffee and chatting away, and, you know, everybody was like, hey, looking pretty good. This is great. And he seemed very friendly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we found out later that he actually sat in some, one of the director's chairs and watched some of the filming mm-hmm. with, with the other folks mm-hmm. um, and was very nice and pleasant and all that. So some of the other Shatner fan club people got to sit right next to him while he was watching, That's which cool. was cool. Yeah, you know, I saw him years and years ago in a parking lot. <laughs> was he wearing the same sweater? <laughs> Probably. I got to tell you this story because I've said before my my celebrity, you know, ah, is is come by. Honestly, we were my family was uh, traveling and we were up in Traverse City, Michigan, mm-hmm. where there's a summer stock, and, and we were kids. And it was one of those things, you know, where there's a star there every week of some kind. And so we're in the parking lot of this thing and about to get out of the car. Mm -hmm. And my mother sees him. Mm -hmm. And she goes, kids, kids, it's Robert Wagner. Run, get his autograph. (laughs) And we never caught him. (laughs) He was too fast. (laughs) He was too fast for four little kids. That's so funny. So, um... So, you know, that that was great. And then we spent a lot of time, of course, waiting around for the, mm-hmm. the other groups to go through and have their look-see. And then we had to, to drive, 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 drive over to the Los Angeles Equestrian Center. Correct, where the charity horse show is happening. Right. And Bill was going to be there for some sort of meeting with Jane and Sandy and other people about what's going on with the horse show tomorrow. And we were initially supposed to have our, our little group meeting with him right before that. But, of course... Filming ran late. Traffic was heavy. He got there just in time for the meeting, and so you know we're we're just sitting sitting and waiting and getting hungry and getting cold and mm-hmm. then sitting in the van and yeah. still being hungry. So so let us tell you that here we are in Los Angeles and it was freaking cold today. Yes. Whoa! It was supposed to be nice and sunny and warm and it was not. It was it was overcast and very chilly all day long. So yeah. That was that was kind of tough. But then finally. Um, we did get get to go spend a, a brief amount of time with him. It was very exciting. It was wonderful. They took us back to um, the barn, the barn area where you know Bill was there with his wife and uh, his assistant, and we believe his his trainer, trainer. who yeah. had been working with because he was going to be showing for the competition mm-hmm. in in raining at seven. Right. But he had you know a few minutes, and so. We all got to, to, <laughs> to go there. It had to be so efficient and military, mm-hmm. but it was really cute. We were each going to, to stand with Bill and have our picture taken, mm-hmm. and the next person was going to stand in and get their picture taken. We were just, you know, supposed to, to move through it. But, of course, Bill being Bill, you know, he wanted the horse in the picture because mm-hmm. it would make a better picture. He said. Which, of course. Of course. Of course. Who wouldn't it, want a picture of Bill with a horse? Right. And you. <laughs> and you, right? So, you know, <laughs> we each um, we each get up there, and, and I was like the third or fourth person, yeah. I believe. And I had noticed, you know, that, it, you know, the other people were like saying, hi, how are you doing? And he'd say, oh, I remember you from last year or something. So I thought, okay, I'm not, not going to be shy. And so you're standing there with, you know, the horse's head in between you, and I noticed a couple other people. You know, he's holding the horse, mm-hmm. the reins, and other people had, like, put their, their hand on the horse mm-hmm. or, or something like that. But so um, I get up there, and, and he, he said, um, how are you doing, sweetie? <laughs> sweetie. Sweetie. Call me sweetie. And so I said, hi, Bill, I'm Kitty. Huh? 
And he said, how are you doing, Kitty? And I said, just fine. And so then, you know, we turned to, to face and smile for the camera. And I thought, you know, this is such an opportunity. Other people turned to the damn horse. I reached over and took his arm. And it was just, oh. So we will be posting a picture of my hand. <laughs> yes, because you touched him with that because hand. I touched him. We made a point of taking this picture before I washed my hand or anything. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, he's wearing this nice leather jacket. Yeah, you know, and he was, This was great because in the morning we saw him in his Boston legal and his lawyer thing. And, mm-hmm. and here he is in his cowboy hat and, and, and jeans and the boots and, the, you know, just a, ho- a whole different side of mm-hmm. Bill. So that was that it was, was great. Nice. And he was and then, so, well he was so good, I have to say. Throughout the whole picture taking I was kinda of watching him and he was smiling, he was posing. Mm-hmm. He did such a good job. I mean, not once did I see him look impatient. No, and it was great oh. when we all came back there. He he turned around and he said, Well hello and uh, you know, thank you for coming by. And he he did thank us. He said, um you you guys were great on the set, you mm-hmm. know and uh, of course, we'd been told this was such a special privilege, and it could be very embarrassing if we weren't good children. And he said, you you were great. Everybody complimented you, and you're invited back. And we're like, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said, maybe you could actually, you know, be on film, yeah. and like extras or something. And right. everybody and went, he, okay. 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 What did you say, Bill? The funny thing is, while we were waiting to go in, I said to Lena, maybe this will be like the Dick Van Dyke episode where Mel <laughs> forgot to hire the extras. So, you know, maybe next year. But then also while we were there before we did the pictures, Bill announced that Boston Legal has been picked up for another season. Yes, Yay. and they just found that out, you know, this so, afternoon. So we were like the first people to hear. Yeah, somebody oh my said, God. I think we might have beat the internet. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. So, so, so tell them about when you... Went up for your picture. Oh, so I went up for my picture, and, and I looked at him, and I said, Hi, Bill. And he looked at me, and he said, Hi, how are you doing? And I said, I am great. And he said, That's good. So I reached over, and I, I actually held the horse's bridle. Because right. I wasn't cognizant enough to grab his arm like you did, <laughs> although I would have liked to. And um, I made a point of wearing my Look at His Butt t-shirt. I had a little, you'll see, um, if, if we can post something of these pictures eventually, I'm wearing a little... Um, sweat jacket over it which I kept mm-hmm. zipped up because it was so freaking cold but for this picture I unzipped the jacket so you can see it says look at his butt and there I am standing with, stand with, with Bill with his butt look at his butt with his butt that was great. So then we very quickly did um, the autographs which mm-hmm. were you know personalized autographs and they brought an item mm-hmm. that they wanted him to sign and I had my look at his butt t-shirt which I'm wearing right now and it says to Kitty William Shatner. And the great thing was, you know, um, I needed something flat because we weren't at a table or anything for him to write on. So I borrowed a book from one of the other people. And, you know, so what he's writing across there is like a slightly larger area than the Mm -hmm. book. So we had to, Jane and I had to kind of keep moving it to accommodate his signature and things, which was great because it meant I got to stand there a couple seconds longer. And when I've been close to him before, I've just been so, I'm standing with William Shatner that. I didn't have any any presence of mind to to do anything or, or whatever, and so while he was signing, I just I thought, look close, and I was telling Lena this. It's going to sound so so silly and you know so girl fan fan girl whatever, but um, there is a country song, a Lucinda Williams song that I really like. It's an upbeat song called "I Love the Lines Around Your Eyes." So I was, you know, looking at him and standing very close. And, you know, he doesn't have lines on his face or anything, but he has, like, you know, the three little mm-hmm. lines on the side of his eyes. And I was just really noticing them and, and, and totally enjoying them. Yeah, it was great. Um, 
And we took a group picture. Yes. Which should be fine. And uh, he's... Tell him about your signing and all. He signed the book. Yes. He didn't say anything about it, good or bad. And because um, Jane, the the woman who's running this, had a little trouble with my name for reasons I quite don't understand, um, I didn't really want to get into the whole, can you personalize this and have to spell it 15 times. Mm -hmm. So I just had him sign his name on the cover. So I have an autographed copy of that book now, which is Which I think is probably big rare. Yeah, yeah. That was good. So that was fun. Um, And, of course... While he was standing there chatting, he was letting us all take pictures. Everyone had their cameras, mm-hmm. and we were all snapping away. And he was just kind of chatting with us, which was cool. He and, was and, talking about Boston Legal and saying thanks for coming and about the horse show tomorrow. Right. And I'm leaning over uh, J.K.'s shoulder going, look at his basket. <laughs> like, I needed a reminder. So we got some good pictures. Thank really? you for wearing those jeans, I know. Bill. Really, those were, that was pretty amazing. And then, you know, towards the end, his wife, Liz, just stood up and said, you know, thank you all for coming, and, and we'll see you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, just was very outgoing, and, you know, they were sort of standing together, and I was just clicking away, mm-hmm. getting whatever I could, and I got what looks like a very nice picture of them smiling and holding hands. Yep. And, just oh, it was really, really it was nice. great. So it was it was a wonderful end to the day. It was worth waiting around. Oh yeah, you know to get to see him. So that was great. Um, and then we came back and we got cleaned up and went out and had a great meal. And we did some beers. And now we're doing this. Now we're and we have internet access in our hotel room, which yes. we're totally thrilled. Oh, wait, wait. And we got our goodie oh, bag. Oh, that's right, yeah. Our goodie bag. So we're going to spread out the stuff from the goodie bag and take its picture so you can all see it. And there's, you know, snacky stuff in it and, and some other things. But the very exciting thing. There's a, a wonderful thing in here. Totally is, impressive. Um, of course, in their, in their never-ending quest to suck more money out of us for things we already own uh-huh. anyway. They are repackaging many of the Trek episodes into themes, and we were given each the DVD set Star Trek Time Travel Fan Collective. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous picture of Bill. Of course. Who else would they put on the cover? Of course, but it's um, it's four discs. They're not going to put old Baldy on there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and it's episodes from um, all four series, but not Enterprise, because there were no good um, <laughs> Episodes <laughs> in Enterprise, all dealing with time travel. Apparently, the fans voted somewhere and picked this. But so, the TOS ones are "Tomorrow Is Yesterday," mm-hmm. and which one is that? Tomorrow is, is yesterday. Is that Captain Christopher? That's Captain Christopher. Okay. Yep. And "City on the Edge of Forever," Yay. which is okay. And then I'm I'm thrilled to have this. Uh, one of the Deep Space Nine ones is Trials and Tribulations. Yay. So it's actually like we have three TOS episodes it's great. on um, DVD. And the uh, I have to... Well, why don't you read what they all are just so that people oh, can know. Oh, okay, okay. Um, episodes presented in star date order. <laughs> so I told you what the TOS ones are. Um, next Gen is um, Yesterday's Enterprise. Mm-hmm. And uh, cause and effect. That's the poker one, which is a very good episode. Yeah, and that I just watched that again recently, and I do like that one a lot. Um, both parts of Time's Arrow, mm-hmm. and uh, all good things, which I didn't care for at all. But anyway, they did, I didn't vote. Disc, uh, disc three, Deep Space Nine, Little Green Men, which I've never seen, but I've heard is it's, really good. It's very funny. That's a great episode. And Trials and Tribulations, yeah. as we said. Voyager is the two parts of Year of Hell. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what that is. That's good. It's good. There's good stuff. The the time travel in that isn't really time travel. They use the the holodeck thing becomes very important on mm. Voyager, and there's an alien race coming, and they use the holodeck to um, recreate uh, this uh, resistance cell during World War II, French resistance cell. 
Is there French Resistance? No. Is there, is there um, a member of the Resistance named Deja Vu? <laughs> no, but Jerry Ryan gets to sing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Gee, how exciting. And then also Endgame, mm-hmm, which, which was, the was last their one. final episode, right. which sucked. Um, but I, I want to also tell you what the special features. Yay. Special features. There is um, text commentary, and we haven't played our DVDs, so we don't know what text commentary means. But um, by Michael and Denise Okuda, who wrote... Um, Oh, it's not the Star Trek Encyclopedia. Chronology. The chronology, yeah. Um, on several of the, the different episodes. And I I said, okay, so, like, how long is it before they put up, like, the Kirk-like collection <laughs> or whatever? And we are doing the special commentary. Definitely, definitely. And there's also full screen format, Dolby Digital English subtitles. We have a $25 coupon off her Star Trek experience in Las Vegas. Yeah. So I'm impressed. That's a really good collection. That is a really nice gift. Good episodes. It's nicely packaged. And they're episodes I don't have on DVD. Yeah. You know, I don't have either of those TOS ones. And yeah. Trial and Tribulation. Oh, that's, that's great. Love. That's such a funny episode. And I remember when we watched that, you know, recently for the show to talk about it, we were talking about how sharp and clear they had yeah. remastered and, it. Yeah, and uh, well, also when we talked about it, um, we realized that we thought that there was some stuff in the broadcast version that wasn't on the tape that we had, and we thought that they had cut some stuff. Right, right, right. So now we've got the DVD version. That's right, where she talks about McCoy. McCoy. Yeah. So we can see that whole so thing. So cool. So Very cool. excited about that. So that's great. So th- those were really nice giveaways, in, in addition to the oatmeal raisin cookies. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, there were snacks. There were some snacks in there. So um, on the whole, I would say that was really um, very successful. Yes, it was. Yeah. It was. It was a wonderful day, and I just have to say, I was just so thrilled, and I'm still so buzzed. I mean, we knew we were going to have a short meeting with Bill and everything, but to have actually gone and seen some of Boston Legal being filmed, especially, and I know everybody in the group was just so buzzed by this, to see them filming a balcony mm-hmm. scene, which is the show's signature, and yeah. it's so Bill. And especially the last balcony, the last scene, balcony scene of the finale. So although we don't know everything that happens before that, we could kind of we you could know, infer some infer of it. Infer a few things. We know how it wraps up. Really, um, I meant to, to say also while we were watching it, while we were watching them film it, um, I was sitting somewhat closer. It, it was kind of weird where they had the video village set up. It mm-hmm. was literally right next to the set for um, Shirley Schmidt's office, which we found out yes. they use for everybody's offices that, except, that, except Denny's. for Denny's. Um, because he has the balcony, so it gets redressed as uh, mm-hmm. Paul's office and, and um, Denise, Brad's and Brad office. Or yeah, uh, and so part of that set is a is a wall of windows. So mm-hmm. we were right next to the windows, like really right. very close to them. One of them was open just a little bit, and then the balcony set was directly next to that, but separated by an, a physical wall. So we couldn't see the balcony. Mm-hmm. Like I, right. I could crane my neck and kind of see the backdrop. That was hung and and the edge of the balcony, but nothing else. And I was saying that, you know, when you're looking at that backdrop that they hang to look at to resemble the Boston skyline, it's the fakiest thing you have ever seen. And I would look at it for real on my left, and then I would turn and look straight ahead and see it on the monitor, and it looked so real on the monitor. I was like, amazing. This is so cool. But um, while they were actually filming, I slipped my headphones off, and I could hear them. I could actually hear their real voices coming through, mm-hmm. kind of around and through Shirley's office and through this little window that was partway open. So I kept putting the headphones on and taking them off because I wanted to hear him really saying it as opposed to the mic'd version. Well, we were also noticing when we had the headphones on that they're doing their cigars and they're drinking their mm-hmm. tea, which is masquerading as scotch. And every time they, they drank, you could hear it. Which really? Is, it's edited out, but you could hear like, <sighs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> 
it was so funny. Um, another, we also got to see, oh, right, I forgot to mention this. Um, when we were walking around, we got to walk through the court, the outside of the courtroom set, the oh, corridors. Yes. Which um, look great. I mean, you're there and you're like, oh, we're in the corridor or the courtroom. And they right. got the direction signs on it. And me, I'm walking around like tapping everything with my finger. Mm-hmm. And everything is made out of the thinnest of thin plastics. So it's cheap and easy to The marble, around. the bricks, everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just amazing. And even when you're standing there three inches away from it, it looks real. Yes. I was like, oh, this has to be real something. Tap, tap, tap. And it sounds like yep. a kid's toy. It's just I was blown away by how good that stuff looks. We also have to talk about Bill's car. (laughs) So as we're driving through, we see that almost all of the spaces, the parking spaces, are assigned to someone. Mm -hmm. And often they have people's names on them. And a lot of them um, are writers or directors or art directors. And we saw some actors' names written there. We saw Kelsey Grammer's name, which kind of surprised us because... We didn't quite know what he'd been working on. Of course, we know that he's working on the X-Men 3 movie, but they're not shooting the X-Men 3 movie at um, this particular studio, as far as we know. And we saw some other folks, and of course, we're looking for Bill's car and looking for Bill's parking space, and we didn't see it. So when we finally got to walk over for the Boston Legal filming, uh, we were with Sandy, and as we went by, very casually, she almost said, oh, there's Bill's car. And we were like, oh, Bill's car? (laughs) Can we go look at Bill's car? So on the way back, yeah. we just, like, stopped and leaned on it. I mean, our little nose prints are on Bill's front, really? you know, window because... What's wanted, inside? What's inside? I said, I want to see if he's got a lot of crap in his car. Like, he does. Do. He does, but it's not crap. I mean, it's, it's not nice like... nice crap. It, you know, he, he had, like, a gym bag and, and things like that, but it wasn't like... Um, soda cans and, no, and junk rattling around like my no, car. Not, not like my car either, which has like pieces of paper and no. But it, I, I forget what kind of car it was, but it was cute little sports car. It was. It was a beautiful little sports car, and he had a sticker for the Toluca Tennis Club in the front windshield. <laughs> oh, and he, this was so funny. It's like you're on this this tour, you know, I mean, it's customized to us, and it was really kind of cute how, as, as Jane's driving the van, you know, she's telling us things and pointing out things, and some of them, you're going, this is really weird that this is being pointed out, but it's also fun, so as we're driving along, she says, this is the expressway Bill takes to work. <laughs> and, and, then, and then, one of the guys says, I know that's true, because I passed him one day. And somebody else goes, you passed him? It's <laughs> like, no, nobody passes Bill, Bill. Shatter. But then, you know, if he's in that, that little sports car. Yeah. Yeah. He passed him. <laughs> How could that happen? Nobody passes Bill. Someone's passing me. <laughs> so that was funny. I forgot about the car. Yeah. If you remembered that. That was fun. So it was just very exciting to see all this stuff and looking around. I mean, it, it, you know... It's work, right? Everybody has a place where they go to work. And mm-hmm. for all the people who are there, it's just a place. And in the little lobby, we're looking at the bulletin board where they have people posting stuff like dining room set for sale mm-hmm. and, you know, massage therapy and all this kind of stuff. And the menu for what they were having for lunch in the cafeteria this week. And I believe the soup of the day today was... Um, Italian wedding Italian and wedding. chicken noodle. Chicken noodle. So you could have either of those two things. I thought that sounded pretty good. They also had... Um, what sounded like pretty good um, other food, they had Hawaiian breakfast rolls for the breakfast offerings mm. this morning. Yeah. What is that? I don't know. Oh. 
But it's Hawaiian. It's Hawaiian, and we passed the craft services table, which looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. A lot of food there, mm-hmm. and some some other folks saw him eating. Yeah, that later, was pretty later, exciting. Yeah, for them. watching Bill eat. <laughs> Presumably with a giant napkin draped around his neck so he didn't get any food on his costume. Well, again, they were saying the makeup person was touching him up as he was eating. Oh, that must be awful. So that's got to be kind of creepy. But oh. So that was really cool, and uh, it was a neat set. Mm-hmm. I thought it, was, it was very neat, and it was cool to watch something being filmed. And it's, it's just going to be so exciting when we see that scene on yeah. TV and go, oh, we, were, we, were there. we were there, we were, we were there, there when they did it. be interesting to figure out if we can figure out um, if they used one of the takes that we saw mm-hmm. or something else. Right. Uh, I mean, uh, we were talking about when this was going to be broadcast, which we think is the end of May. Near the end of May. So yeah. we'll probably still be able to remember by then. Right. If it was one of the ones that we saw. Mm-hmm. But it was good. <laughs> it was, it was, it was like, it, here's what was fun. We got to go to Boston Legal mm-hmm. and see him doing some work. And we got to go to the Equestrian Center and see him hang around the barn. So it was like, you know, a little bit of time in Bill's world. It was. It's sort of on the periphery. Yeah. But, um, you know, he was so, so gracious. And it was very, very nice that he acknowledged, you know, that, that we were all well behaved on the set. And, of course, um, I'm, I'm sure everyone did. But I know I did and I heard several other people. Oh, excuse us. Our phone is ringing. So we're back. We're back. And I, I guess we we just want to wrap this up, I guess, with one just quick little incident. Uh-huh. That was funny. To tell to tell you guys about. After, when we were on the set, as we were leaving, when we went through the final set of doors that actually takes you off the set, there were two of the stagehands standing there, and as each of us walked through, the one goes, whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> And then when we got out there, I said, Elena, did you catch that? He made the Star Trek door noises at us. <laughs> So clearly we had Big Star Trek Geek written all over us in glowing neon letters. Not surprising, actually. That was okay. That was really cool. It was very funny. Uh, so let's tell them what's going to happen tomorrow. Okay, what is happening tomorrow? Uh, we're getting up, not as early as we did today. We are supposed to go into Hollywood to look at Bill's star on the Hollywood uh, Walk of Fame. We're supposed to go to some museum where apparently they have a lot of Star Trek memorabilia. Right. Exhibits. Uh, something. Some. Not the wax museum, but something else. So mm-hmm. that sounded like fun. Then we're supposed to go back to the equestrian center to help put together the gift bags for the horse show that's happening tomorrow. We're, Which means we can steal some stuff. We could probably steal some stuff. So <laughs> we're we're volunteering our time to help out the charity, which is always a good thing. Mm-hmm. And then we're supposed to come back here for a little while? No, no, no. Then we're seeing the equestrian show. We are? I thought we were coming back. And I believe okay. Jane was saying that Bill is going to ride. Right. And then I believe from that we go directly to the dinner, which right. is also held right there. And uh, Bill will be at the dinner. I think he's sort of like the MC of it yeah. or something. Yeah, and there are auctions also that are happening. And yeah, there's a silent auction and a live, live auction. auction. And this is going to be very fun because I've seen Bill do a live auction oh, before. Oh, yeah, that's right. And he, he's like Mr. Mr. Energy. He's just... He's off the scale in trying to to you know get you to bid higher higher and higher on these things, and uh, so I think we, we probably will not even bring our credit cards because no. that could be too dangerous. No. And Lyle Lovett is going yeah, to we're be gonna get some music performing at the the dinner, and so it's another full cool. day, another, another full very day. full day. So we're going to try and do another audio diary tomorrow night, although it might be short because we're going to be getting back pretty late. It's mm-hmm. probably going to be like this time as mm-hmm. we're just getting back. But uh, we're, we're looking forward to the day and talking with Bill. And we're hoping at some point to talk with his assistant about 
<clears throat> somehow letting him know about the show, mm-hmm. um, this show. <laughs> yeah, the show. The show and us and look at his butt and everything and seeing what he thinks of it and maybe getting him to do a little promo for us. Right. Where he says, look, look at my, my butt. Because <laughs> that would be so awesome. <gasps> that would be awesomely awesome. I can't even imagine. You know what? If we had that, I would somehow program my alarm clock. So that's what it says. <laughs> and you could make morning. it. You could make it the ringtone yeah. on your your cell phone. Yeah, yeah, and your alarm noise on the computer and everything. It could just be the my sound. doorbell, your doorbell, my microwave, everything. It could be everything in your yeah. life when you turn your computer on. It can be the startup noise. Maybe that's what my dog can say too. <laughs> Buster, come here. Train him. <laughs> Look at my butt. <laughs> Give me a cheese sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm sure you guys can just tell how, how giddy and oh, we are by loopy. the whole we are so loopy. thing. And, you know, we, we're we just saying we, we're we so glad we did this together. Yes. You know, the, the two of us down here on our official sanctioned William Shatner stocking weekend. Right. So um, we hope that one of the reasons I keep saying we have to take all these silly pictures is because we want all of you out there to feel like you're sort of here going along with us. So mm-hmm. when you go to look at the pictures after we've posted them, if you've listened to the podcast, you'll sort of be able to follow along and like, oh, that's what they were talking about. That's what they were yes. talking about. So that'll be good. So so all of you listeners, especially the ones in New Zealand, you'll you'll be having a good time looking through the pictures yep okay so uh sit tight and we'll be back tomorrow night with another audio diary